noche de travesura. Esta noche me travesura. Te voy a devorar en la noche oscura. Esta noche me travesura. Tú estás buscando mi calentura. Esta noche me travesura. Y te voy a devorar a mi cuentigura. Esta noche me travesura. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea Babies. My name is Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Soyla Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we are doing an episode on, you know, gente malporta, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> the definition of mal or malo is left to be explored in this episode. Yeah, I don't know that we actually have any judgments about anybody's behavior, but we just thought that mal portado made a good theme. So here we are. <laughs> here we are. And we do what we want. Well, it's our podcast. <laughs> what? So we started with a song that I know Vero loves also, but I really love, um, called Esta Noche de Travesuras by DJ Nelson y Hector El Fader. And let's take another listen because it's just really good. Gotta love Hector. I mean, just making an assumption that you love his song too, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. Also, like, Hector El Fader is one of those people that I'm just like, man, I, I, I love that you found religion and you found yourself, but I just, you know, the impact on the music is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Is I the know. Thing. <laughs> we've lost a lot of, like, we've lost a lot of musicians to, to like, religious extremism. <laughs> Maybe I mean, not a lot. Maybe not a lot. I just there's a few like that stand out in my mind. Like, um, como se llama? Um, El General, definitely yes. is one of them. I'm thinking of somebody who's not in the Oh Cat Stevens, <laughs> not in the Latinx space. But yeah, no judgment. People got to do what they got to do. And I know that this life also comes with a lot of difficult vices, like you know, addiction right. and things like that. And so sometimes it takes people religion to get them to figure out how to to live in a different way. So. Yeah, I mean, aferrense a lo que le haga falta. Mm -hmm. Like, no shade to mm -hmm. any of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm sad that 
Yeah. We're not making nasty music no more. I know. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, this song is just a classic. This is from this album that I just referenced so many times called Caribe 2005. <laughs> so, it was like part of my reggaeton education, really. And part of the soundtrack that I listened to in 2005. And so, when I hear it, I just think about like being in the like the college gym and like working out and feeling really motivated by all this reggaeton. <laughs> like that's the kind of thing. So for those of y'all who have not been listening to us since day one, the Carillo 2005 <laughs> was like a bootleg <laughs> compilation record that, that CD, I bought on the streets. CD, I bought on the streets that, of that Madrid, street I think. Somewhere. And of Madrid and actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reggaeton in 2005 was big globally. Y'all like mm-hmm. in Europe, those motherfuckers were eating that shit up. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's the iconic, <laughs> iconic for me. <laughs> so yeah, I've been wanting us to do an episode of songs where like it takes a while for the beat to drop, but that's like a pretty hard thing to t- to organize around. So we haven't done it. But this is an example of one of the songs where um, it kind of keeps you waiting, and then all of a sudden the beat drops, and you're like, yes. Then I just I think I love the anticipation <laughs> of it, especially when you know it's coming, you know, because you know the song. Well, and also you know it's coming because the bachata guitar comes in mm-hmm. first, <laughs> and you're like, ooh, something's happening. Yeah, which is like <laughs> this is like a foreshadowing my love of bachata. I think because this came before I had really listened to any bachata. I mean, besides like you know Juan Luis Guerra sort of bachata that maybe my parents listened to. Got so it. Got it. Got this it. This was like foreshadowing. <laughs> That's um, funny. But yeah, I would say Una Noche de Travesuras is probably a Noche de Ser Mal Portado. I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, your Travesuras, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole episode could have been Hector el Father. I feel like he has like six Mal Portado <laughs> songs. And I was tempted. I was tempted. It was tempted. sort of his vibe. <laughs> I was very tempted, um, but I decided I wanted to bring more variety. So this is my Maybe only Maybe we one. need to do an artist deep dive into Hector oh, Father. I mean, that would be really fun. He certainly deserves. That would be really fun. Who? I wonder if there's somebody we could bring on who would know a lot about him too. <laughs> yeah. That, that, we should put that on the, on the idea bank. I like that. I, I, during quarantine, when like everybody was doing all these lives and shit, there was, Mm -hmm. um, there was a, um, there was an interview that Hector Alfada did. This was the first interview that he'd done in a really long time. Mm. And I think he did it with like Molusco maybe. And like, it was the first one he'd done since, maybe since he, um, was born again, maybe, but. Que, Que dijo? Um, I don't know. He was just talking about how like his life before he was born again was like really, you know, like rough. It was at a lot mm-hmm. of vices. It's what you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like he needed a way out and that was his way out. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, he couldn't and do music anymore. Really good, you know, like, yeah. And that music no. just, he couldn't do music in that life or it just felt like he had to go in a different direction. Um, maybe you can't yeah, sing about it's just a different go being... a different direction. I think it's, it was just like the scene was associated with all that right, lifestyle right. for him. And it is yeah. like, you know, like this music is associated with like a Partying. culture, right? Yeah, it's, it's not true. just like yeah. songs. Like this yeah. is like a culture and like right. he couldn't be in that culture in the same way. Right. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be singing songs about a Esta Noche de Travesuras if you're like a really religious person potentially. <laughs> <laughs> It yeah, might not, might probably not, work. not. Probably not. But then, yeah, also, like, if you're used to always performing, like, loaded, you know, it's pretty hard to then yeah. start doing it sober or maybe creating, you know, other other people who've done it for sure. But, well, yeah. that's interesting. I want to see that interview. But, yeah, I think it would be a really cool deep dive. We should think about that. <laughs> for sure. 
All right. What's your first Malportao song? So my first song is actually the song that sort of inspired this theme for me. Um, we brought this to the show back in January because it came out in like December 2019, but we wanted to bring it back because it fits so well. This song is literally called Mal Portao. It's by Big Soto and Echo. Yo soy el niño mal portao, viviéndome la vida loca como si mañana me fuera a morir y sé que muchos ya pecado. Pero como hago si soy de Caracas loca y todos los fines de semana salgo siempre perfumado En busca de una que se monte en el que está parado Ya tengo más de un año que yo no me he enamorado wow. Soy un perro de la calle al coso brau Yo no estoy pa' perder el tiempo así que ven y mamamelo Pasarle la lengua como le hace al caramelo Rotillas y yo te recojo el pelo Ey, Es primera vez que te veo y ni nos conocemos No te creas especial, yo solo quiero dinero No quiero amor, así que luego vete por favor A menos que luego te tome quieras hacer unas carepitas con sabor Hey, se presta Si quieres unos masajitos que eso no molesta Pero recuerda que te saqué toda lo que y borracha luego de la fiesta Hey, Yo siempre ando tranquilo y yo nunca molesto Y dicen que soy diferente al resto lo meto y luego me desaparezco hey, hey. Yo soy un niño mal portado Vistiéndome la vida loca Como si mañana me fuera a morir Y sé que mucho ya es pecado Me dicen loco y miran raro Porque fumo tantos blones Que a la tico siempre llego perfumado En busca de una que se monte en el que está pachao Ya tengo más de un año que yo no me enamorado Wow, soy un perro de la calle al coso brau Yo no estoy pa' perder tiempo así que ven y mamamele Ellos me odian porque su mujer es mía Man, porque cuando se lo daba mi canción sonaba Si yo ganaba antes de tener la fama Imagínate ganando un millón cada hey, semana Yo el tipo que te llama, hey, el tipo que te ama, hey Vos tan enamorada, hey, yo de amor nada la hice venir, pasarla a venir y la hago entrenar aunque le saque el gym Trajo un par de amigas que son su dream team Que decían que querían conocerme a mí Ey, le dije tranquila La saludé dándole un tequila Y la famosa grande pupila De ahora más va a querer ser mi amiga Vos contra la pared Y el que está parado, para donde es La puse en cuatro y se la entré En tres días un nombre me olvidó Yo siempre ando tranquilo, yo nunca molesto Y dicen que soy diferente al resto so, like I said, this song came out December 2019 in, like, the before times. <laughs> and I wore it out. I just, like, listened to it over and over and over again. It's good. Um, it's good. You know, long-time listeners, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long-time listeners to this show will know that I love a minimalist beat, mm-hmm. minimalist production more mm-hmm. generally. And this is just, like, what, like... Like a bass line, yeah. a glockenspiel, and a pan flute. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> a glockenspiel. You're right. It's not the thing you would imagine would be in reggaeton, but here we are. Glockenspiel. Like, way to make that work. Well, this yeah. isn't reggaeton. This is trap. Sorry, but trap. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Um, I think my favorite rhyme in this song is when he rhymes mal portao con bien perfumao. <laughs> <laughs> So good. It's Why so good. do Latinas love being bien performados though? Oh my god, dude. It's it's actually one of the things that like I have a really strong sense of smell and like a strong sense 
memory with smell, but like it's one of those things that like someone will walk by me on the street who's Latinx and like they're wearing like cologne or perfume and I just feel like I'm at home. Like like something about somebody walking by me and having a really good smell like that that's very clearly and like just it's just like it hits me. I'm like, oh, like it just makes me feel happy. Yeah, there's something about like mm, like a scent that I can I get know. into that's also very like you know, I, um, like when I was 17, like I had this noviecito who had, who wore like the polo perfume, the <laughs> yes. like cologne or whatever that like all the boys mm-hmm. <laughs> wore in 1998 or mm-hmm. 99 or whatever the fuck. And, um, and I just like, I feel like I remember like just like hugging him and being like so in love and like the smell and just like, you know, like I feel like a good smell is just like mm, it's just mm-hmm. this whole it's a whole experience for me really so really I is. I don't know and it, it's it is very cultural like mm-hmm. I realize like that like you know Super. like a scent that feels like mm, it just feels very like culturally attached and I know that mm-hmm. like you know I used to have a partner that um was like sensitive to scents yeah. and for a long time I like didn't really have scents like that in my yeah. life because it made her sick and Um, so I get that. And I think that like, you know, like I'm careful, like I try to like limit unnecessary scents. Like, you know, like I don't use like fabric softener or things Mm -hmm. like that, but like, um, but something about it is just like very culturally embedded for me. And it felt really great to get back to that. Yeah. It's, it's been a struggle for me too. And, and I mean, obviously people's health takes priority, but for me, it's like, I don't do a lot of adornment, you know, because like my style is pretty like limited although I did buy a watch for the first time in like six months and it felt really feels really good to be wearing a watch again Mm, nice (laughs) um but so for me like putting on cologne is like adornment you know and it feels like an Mm -hmm. act of also like like now I'm ready like I'm ready so like yeah uh uh-huh I've even been interviewing um for jobs and whatever on zoom and I literally put on cologne before I do my interview you know what I I mean I put on perfume I put on perfume for an important zoom presentation it's part of like being like Uh uh-huh yep I know it it feels almost like, yeah, it feels like it's, 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 it has a lot of meaning to it. That's not just about like wanting to smell nice. You know what I mean? And like both my parents definitely like big cologne perfume wears and like, so it feels like it has, you know, um, it was actually a little while where I was wearing the same brand cologne as my father, not the same actual cologne, but like. Both, we were both wearing, <laughs> I think it was Paco Rabanne. <laughs> yeah. Shout out oh, to Ellie. Paco Rabanne is like I, a classic. I know. Shout out a to classic Ellie. classic Latino dude perfume uh-huh. cologne. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout out to Ellie who helped us start this podcast because she, also Kuana, had like a whole perfume like tr- uh, shelf in her bathroom with all these different types. So I went in there and just like t- smelled everything. And that's where I found the, the one that I was wearing for a while, which is called mm, um, 100 nice. Million. Yeah. So shout out to Ellie for that. Also very cool. And I've heard to have like an entire thing of perfumes and colognes and stuff. So yeah. also anyway. aesthetically, I love like the bottles, like mm-hmm. the looks like that's part mm-hmm. of the thing for me is like a beautiful bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I got I bought yeah. this Gucci perfume last year. I loved the smell, but also the bottle <laughs> really sold me. <laughs> That's real. I mean, it's going to be on your, you know, on your dresser or whatever. It should look cute. Yeah, it'll be out. It's cute. The stuff I wear, actually, I have to shout out our mutual friend Martine at the at Sarah and also Sarah and Joshua at their wedding last year in Mexico. It's like a year and a half now. Mm. Every time I hugged him, I was like, what are you wearing? It smells so good. And finally, he just sent me the link. He's like, this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> and so it was my first time buying like pretty expensive French cologne perfume I feel like the distinction is pretty like whatever um 
and I bought like a little bottle because it was like mad expensive. But I was just like, you know, when you when you smell something that smells that good and he's Latino and queer. And I was just like, this is, this is great. I can definitely wear the same scent as you. <laughs> so, definitely. Shout definitely. out to Martin. But anyway, it's a great, it's a great rhyme. So thank you, Big Soto and Echo for this <laughs> rhyme. <laughs> it's like when you just drop so the ends of things, bit... everything can rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so a little bit about these artists, Big Soto, a Venezolano. And one thing that I like about him is that he's just like such a good rapper. And, the scene in Venezuela, if you keep up with it, is very... Um, Soto's doing something that's, like, a little bit of a different wave in the past, like, five years of, like, doing trap and doing, like, sort of more of these party anthems. The scene in Venezuela is very, very, like, you know, sort of conscious and very, like, battle rappy. Mm. Um, and you can't really go up the ranks in as a rapper in Venezuela without making th- it through the battle rap cir- circuit, really. Like, mm. street like um, street battles are a really normal thing. And, like, the way that a lot, you know, like, a lot of young rappers get started up, like, seeing street battles and, like, wanting to participate in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Venezuelan rappers are just, like, really clever and really good at it because there's no room to be bad, <laughs> you know? Like, if yeah. you, like, have to go through that, right? Um, and so Soto is not part of this like sort of like intellectual, um, you know, conscious tradition that like people like Apache and Cancerbero, who are his predecessors, are. But um, but he's part of this like new sort of trap wave. But he has that lineage of like battle rap and like being like a really just fucking fire MC in my opinion. Um. So I, I really like him. He can, you know, like sing a little bit. So like he does that some, you know, and Echo is uh, from the Argentine trap scene. So he's the Argentina. If you want to look them up. That's cool. I did not know there was an Argentine trap scene. Yes, there's a whole Argentine trap scene. That's where Gasu comes out of. If you want to know more about the Argentine trap scene, there's actually this newsletter that I'm signed up to that you can sign up to. We can put the show the we can put the link in the show notes. It's called Triste Tropical. So, um, you know, shout out to them. I don't have a lot of reason to know much about the Argentine trap scene. Bad Bunny collaborated with um, Duki, who is um, a part of that scene. So it is like a big, you know, part of the you know like el movimiento in latin america right there's like a pretty booming scene out there um and so if you want to know more about it sign up for triste tropical i will link you all um and you can just go look at that in the show notes all right so my next song is going in a different direction i really felt like i said i could have done all reggaeton easily um in this episode but i wanted to mix it up a little bit and so this song is um, from a very different genre, and let's take a listen. It's called Jefe de Jefes, and it's by Los Tigres del Norte. Soy el jefe de jefes, señores. Nacieron 
because he's pretty much willing to do anything <laughs> to stay on top. So Yeah, this is a real like power is <laughs> power is wow, a, mm-hmm. a drug. Yeah, and also like no shame about his uh his his, <laughs> his tactics, yo, his tactics. Um, but to be fair, muchos quieren escalar a su altura y no más se van cayendo. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Los que intentan se han ido muriendo. It's the next line. <laughs> <laughs> Unclear whether he's doing the murder. I know. It's like, are you killing people? Potentially. <laughs> also, like, it's an, this is intense context. I mean, I'm laughing, but it's an intense context in northern Mexico. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, I yeah, can, no, I'm not sure. going to go super deep with it. Vero, I thought it fit pretty well with Malportado. And um, we have not, I mean, Vero brought this this group to the um, nor- the Gaps episode we did like a few years ago now, I think, um, because there's just a lot of, obviously, I mean, this this the category of music by Latinx artists is so vast that there's no way that we wouldn't have major gaps, but um, definitely Norteño music, I think, is a place that neither of us really have a lot of experience or exposure to. And I think as I'm getting, the longer we do this podcast, the more curious I am about like genres that I just don't have a lot of um, mm, relationship mm-hmm. to because I just I, I realize that like just immersing yourself in anything you can find things that you enjoy about it you know like a lot of I think what music taste not all of but like for me at least there's all exposure means a lot you know which is why the stuff that I grew up with like hit so hard you know because I had a lot of exposure to it so I'm, yeah. I'm like trying yeah, to be more intentional sure. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I like Norteños, you know, I didn't grow up with them at all, like you said, like, I didn't really grow up with, I mean, I did grow up watching, you know, grow like, the when I moved to the United States, like, on Univision, like, there were these, like, commercials for the CDs, right, like, back mm-hmm. when there was that, it's like, mm-hmm. there were commercials for Los Tigres and Norte, and I, like, you know, knew, like, I knew who they were, mm-hmm. but, like, we didn't listen to them at my house, like, nobody, you know, like, we, you know, it, it was just not a uh, part of our culture at all. Yeah. So, um, but I like them. I like them a lot. And like, mm-hmm. I like them w- w- like when I'm like with like a big group of Latinx people <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, like Mexican folks are around and put them on. I think, I think this is dope. And like they, you know, Los Tigres del Norte actually are super, super fucking dope and like very political. And right. I love that they did that concert um, in, 
in the uh, Folsom prison going uh, in the steps of Johnny Cash, right? And that advocacy around prisoners and humanizing of prisoners. So they're, they're a dope group of folks. So the the honest truth is the way I found this song is that I searched for Malportado playlist on Spotify, of which there are like six. <laughs> so you got to rely on Spotify users, not made by Spotify, made by like Spotify users that are public. So I really appreciate that as a tactic to finding songs that I wouldn't otherwise have on my um, my list. So that's where this one came from. Mm-hmm. Feels like a little mm-hmm. bit like, am I cheating? But like, why not use what people have already categorized? Like, why do I have to, you know? I don't have to discover it in the back of like a, you know, pile of CDs. Like there's lots of ways to discover. (laughs) Here we are. But I felt like I should confess that to (laughs) y'all. Got it. Um, But yeah, a little Norteño. Maybe someday we should do, we should do a Norteño episode, but we would definitely need to bring some experts on. We would definitely need a guest. We are, or do a lot of research. Yeah. (laughs) I think actually both probably is what we would need to do. I guess. Actually, maybe both. And a lot of research, so someday. Yeah. All right, what's, All right, what's your next? So my next song is uh, called Mala. It's by Alex Rose, Daimel High, Bray, and Alexis. Let's take a listen. <laughs> So this is one of these songs that like came out in like the height of quarantine lockdown in New York City. It was like April, right? Like apocalypse spring, total isolation and sirens and death. Like for me, right? I live alone. Oh God. Well, (laughs) like, wait, no death for you, but around you. No, no, no death for me. Total isolation for me. also sirens like all day every day for me and death all around the city right like I didn't die of course and I am very very lucky to have friends um like nobody close to me Mm -hmm. has died of COVID but definitely I fielded one horrifying call of a friend who Mm. thought she was on her deathbed Mm. about like how I was gonna like go into her apartment and what I needed to take out for her mom got there she's like a very close friend it was like Probably the most horrible call that I fielded in my entire life. Yeah, um, but she, but she but made it. It was just like it. a really intense time in New York City, and um, you know, 
maybe I have to like go back and listen to some of the episodes that we recorded like when it first started because it's just like such a trip um, how intense that was and like my life just changed so much right and so so suddenly right like I'd gone from like traveling from city to city and going to clubs and going to meetings and conferences and concerts and suddenly it was just like me in my apartment Mm -hmm. and I'm like a person who like moves really fast in a way that like you know, it's sometimes detrimental to my own process, right? Because I'm just like, don't leave a lot of room to process because I'm just like going, going, going. Yeah. And um, I think that one of the things that kept me from losing my mind during that time was dancing. I was just like, did a lot of dancing alone in my apartment. And this was one of the songs that like came out then and that I really liked. And like, so this is a song that I got down to. So so in some way, this song about Mala Conducta is like, gets some percentage of the credit for me not having completely lost my grip on reality. <laughs> I'm so glad, boo. I mean, you, you really handled that well. Like I have to say, like watching you navigate that and like being a pretty extroverted social person and like having to manage living alone and being single. And, and I feel like you really, you handled it well, so... I know it wasn't easy. Yeah, I mean, it helped that I was, like, really happy to be where I was in my life. You (laughs) know, like, I wasn't, like, wishing that I wasn't single. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that helped a lot. I was like, thank God nobody else is in my fucking house. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Also, I have to just point out that you're, like, really a Bri stand right now. Stan right now. I feel like you're really into him. I am a huge Bri fan. Yeah. I really like, I feel like I keep track of like what he puts out because I just like, I think his flow and his uh, like vocals are super interesting and his delivery. And I I just really like him a lot, I think. And he's like also on dope songs. He's part of this like sort of, um, you know, not to like, not to categorize in this way, but like this like other tier of of reggaetoneros who are on la isla who i think are like the people that i tend to like the most that aren't so big on the international scene um but you know he's making moves um but i i do i do like him a lot i like the song a lot i had not heard it yet and i think the the line that i heard that should be like the tagline for this episode is no se porta bien pero me gusta Yes. <laughs> That's my vibe. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. 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 I can get into that. And, you know, it's just like about like some good old fashioned, very enjoyable mala conducta. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at that. No, especially for women. I feel like there's so much like policing of how women behave that's very like sexist and misogynistic so when you think about that being like mal portada you know in a way that's like fuck norms and fuck like what society expects of me you know yeah that's exactly right and I feel like that's what this song Mm -hmm. is sort of about and like my next song that's definitely like what I was thinking um but it's just like yeah like what's defined as like malo or mala is just like I don't know. I feel like in some ways people like I always think about like how my life has changed like through like my definition of what's good and bad has changed throughout my life and like a lot of the things that like like I've always like my how I come to social justice is not because I'm like a natural rebel like I'm really not. I just want to be good. Like I'm a good girl, you know, <laughs> like and I just like have shifted around my like 
have like really analyzed and shifted my definition of like what constitutes good and bad Mm -hmm. and so many things that are like malo like that that make you mala as a woman are things that like are fucking none of anybody's business and are fine yep and also really fun so yeah this is this is where this is some good old-fashioned love some mala conducta Mm -hmm. here yeah, I think the only real mal conducto in my mind is, like, something that's not consensual. You know what I mean? Like, that's where the mal conducto comes in. Or, like, harming others. Yeah. Right? Like, or, yeah. like, harm, obviously, yeah. involves. Yeah, I mean, talking about in the realm of this. Yeah, obviously, like, harm, murder. You know, there's lots of things. But, but yeah, like, as long as the, the sort of... A lot of this is about, like, sex. As long as it's consenting adults, you know? I'm like, there's no such thing as mal portado in my, my mind. Like, I don't have any judgment of what people do as long as it's under those... Yeah, there's, I maybe have judgments if somebody, if there's like power dynamics, you know, like you could be a consenting adult, but like if it's your boss, I don't know. I guess maybe well, that's that, like that question. Of, then yeah, that doesn't, that's consent, not consent. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, if there's power dynamics, then I don't think your ability to consent, you know, to actually give enthusiastic consent. So um, anyway, it's a bigger conversation, but that's a bigger conversation. <laughs> 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 from perfume to consent, you know, it's just an average Riley Manet episode. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna make it be a little weird with this 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 version of this song, um, just because I want to, just because I want to mix it up. I've been actually wanting to bring this song for years and like waiting for the right opportunity, and this felt like the right one because this is like I think a malportado sort of anthem, but it's a really different take on this song. So let's take a listen. This is Propuesta Indecente, and it's by the Panacea Project. Que bien te ves, te adelanto, no me importa quién sea Dígame usted, si ha hecho algo travieso alguna vez Una aventura es más divertida si huele a peligro Si te invito una copa y me acerco a tu boca Si te robo un besito a ver, te enojas conmigo ¿Qué dirías si esa noche te seduzco en mi coche? Que se empañen los vidrios y la regla es que yo sé Si te falto el respeto y luego culpo al alcohol Si levanto tu falda me darías el derecho Poner en juego tu cuerpo Si te parece prudente Esta propuesta inocente A ver, a ver Permíteme apreciar tu desnudez Relájate so this is a two dudes um an acoustical acoustical musical group based in new york city featuring dominican lead singer luis castro and colombian producer musician carlos bermon and they do these acoustic covers of like mainstream like latin songs lots of different things reggaeton this is obviously bachata this is a version of romeo santos's 
propuesta, propuesta indecente. And、um, I don't actually know if I like it, but I like the, like, I don't know how much I like this particular song in acoustic, but I like what they're doing. I think, I think it's really interesting to listen to these songs, like, in a really bared down, like, stripped down sort of acoustic way.、It、gives it a really different feel. Like, this feels much more soulful or something than it does when it's bachata.、Mm. So I just think it's interesting. I'm not. This is like, I think the original is much better, and like, I miss the bachata in it, but I just like what these guys are doing, and so I've been wanting to bring them to the show for a long time. And then, you know, Proposing Decente is very much like, I think, fits in the Malportado sort of、um, bandwagon of, of, of this theme.、Mm-hmm. What do you think、mm-hmm. of this kind of acoustic attempt at, at bachata, <laughs> at this song?、Um, well, it's interesting because bachata. Is often, I mean, like this, you know, like obviously, like Romeo, Los Santos, and Aventura are often like really highly produced and whatever, but like originally bachata is like a guitar, right?、Mm-hmm. And this is like sort of removing the bachata type guitar. Like, removing all the like instruments. An acoustic genre, right? And it, the, they still have a guitar, but it's like strummed instead of like the picked sort of bachata style that I would associate with a genre. So it's like. It's also missing I, I the、know. percussion. It, It's missing a lot. I mean, there's five instruments that make a bachata, bachata. And yeah, right, one, a、right. couple of、but、them are guitars.、Like、just、yeah. the guitar.、Mm-hmm. Right.、Yeah. This is just the guitar,、yeah. but like the guitar is not like a bachata guitar. No, it's like not、strummy. at all. Yeah.、Um, and, um, and so it's an odd choice to me. <laughs> but like,、yeah. but it, and also the other thing is that like this sort of like strummy guitar music, I think there's like, you know, like there was a time and a place where like I sort of got into it, but it's, Just doesn't really appeal to me that much anymore. So, like, I don't hate it at all. It, but I'm just like, I wouldn't choose it. You yeah.、Know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear that.、Um, no, I just, I But sometimes it can be fun, you know, like、yeah. listening to a different, like a radically different reinterpretation of a song that、mm-hmm. you love, I think、mm-hmm. can be really fun and exciting and like make you hear a song、yeah. in a different way. Yeah. It brings out a whole different. Like emotional side of it or, or a lyrical side of it or something. Yeah. I didn't get a yeah, chance. Yeah. To- yeah. Like something else changes. Like,、right. <laughs> oddly, I,、um, I have been listening to this、um, sort of RB cover of the Thong Song. Oh, wow. <laughs> by Cisco <laughs> originally, which I love that song. I shout out Cisco. That song is a work of art, in my opinion. Yeah.、Um, so. It's hard to sell me on a cover, but I, I, think that,、um, I think that the artist did a good job. Yeah.、Um, if you are curious, the artist that did a cover <laughs> of this song, song, she's not Latina as far as I know. <laughs> so you can't、um, bring it to the show. So, yeah, my Amber Mark. So look it up. Maybe you'll enjoy it too. <laughs> <laughs>、nice. But yeah, so in, in that sense, I think that just like finding a new reinterpretation of a song can be of a song that, especially one that you're super familiar with,、mm-hmm. can be. It can be like either really fun or really disorientating and you hate it. Like, and it's、mm-hmm. funny, like, to what emotional reaction you have. Yeah. I mean, some of, I have a couple of songs that my favorite version of them is the MTV Unplugged version, which is obviously like a little bit different than this because it's, it's not、mm-hmm. necessarily changing the instrumentation as much. Although, I guess there are some things that you have to strip away. But,、um, but yeah, there's a few songs that like that's the version I love best. It's also, that's also has like a live element to it that brings like a really, um, A sense of depth to it, usually, that the audience is there too.、Mm-hmm. So, 
But yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to like the other covers that they've done. They have a lot. I'm, I'd be curious to see if like maybe I would like others more. But this one had been on my, I came across it somehow and it's been on my list. So, mm-hmm. aquí está. And so is it, is this artist malportado because he's making an indecent proposal? It's like, let me fuck you even though you got a man? Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty <laughs> clearly malportado, you know? Like, I feel like trying to, yeah, making an indecent proposal is like some bad behavior there, you know? Again, I mean, consenting adults, you know, you do you, pero, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, this, and this is just like a classic yeah. Romeo. I mean, this is like probably one of his more famous songs. So I think we brought it. I can't imagine that we haven't brought it to the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. I feel like sometimes we're like, obviously we've brought them. Before and then, <laughs> and then we're like, hey. brought, yeah, so. it's possible. <laughs> es, es, es muy posible. Sí. All right. Well, let's, let's bring it to the, this is the one that you said is kind of the vibe of no se porta bien, pero me gusta, like the. The woman being yeah, malportada. Yeah, I yeah. mean, so this, there's nothing in here that, like, suggests that anything is bad, but I think that, like, what these women are talking about um, would often get them labeled as mala, mm-hmm. as malas, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, this is called Me Gusta, and it's by Anita, Mike Towers, and Cardi B. A mí me gusta Every time you look at me That way A mí me gusta All the dirty things you need Every day A mí me gusta En cada detalle que te hago Y que me haces bien It's what I like Yeah, yeah, yeah It's just what I like Yeah A mí me Caldi comes out, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Spanish language Cardi B. I feel yeah. like, you know, she has not missed yet. You know, there's La Modelo that she did with Osuna, and I loved that song. Mm-hmm. There was I Like It that she did with Bad Bunny and J Balvin. I mm-hmm. love that song. And this song, I it's like a bisexual anthem. <laughs> yes. It was like Bisexual <laughs> Visibility Day the other day on I Only Know because of Instagram. It was. It was Bisexual Visibility Day. I was around. People could see me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Do you identify as bisexual? I guess. I don't know. Like, I feel like, yeah, sure. I mean, I feel closer to the word queer, but I think, like, bisexual is probably, like, you know, within the scope of things that is right, right. for me. Right. It's like maybe a little yeah. more specificity, potentially. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ways that people like define bisexual allows for like a very expansive things. Yeah, so it's not about that's when I two. started to mm-hmm. be like, okay, fine, I guess I'm bisexual. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, my friend M. Shout out to M if she's listening. She describes it as like I'm attracted to people whose gender is the same as mine and different than mine, <laughs> which gives you a lot more mm-hmm. breadth than like I like men and women. Bye, too. You know. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Cardi yep, B is so, bisexual? I mean, she says, I like girls who kiss on girls. That shit me pone on fire. So. <laughs> that sounds um, like a but yes. I think she's talking. I mean, she's. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how she identifies. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. I'm going to put it right there. I think she's talked about like, you know, having sex with women before, but I don't know if she's would she's had relationships with women like i don't know how she identifies but this song is bisexual Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like anita and cardi b both like definitely make a lot of like um a lot of uh having sex with different genders comments Mm -hmm. which i super enjoy yeah and also like i love how I mean, I love an explicit sex song mm-hmm. and like this, I've like, I don't think I've ever heard a song where a woman was like, me gustan los machos y que coman cuca y que haciendo el amor me jalen la peluca. <laughs> like, damn girl, me too, but like. Specific, specific. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Seems so risque, but it's also like hella basic, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Respectability I know. politics. It's like really. <laughs> the bar is low. I know. It's just like, wow, like. You're talking about comer cuca, like, especially because it's in Spanish, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like in Spanish, it feels like so much more risky. It does. Like something about like also swearing in Spanish mm-hmm. feels so much more intense than mm-hmm. swearing in English, you know? Yeah. And it's just like about culture and what's deemed acceptable and whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Anita, I got to give her credit. You know, She's been part of a couple of like explicit sex songs, like Downtown was all about yeah, with Jay Balvin, uh-huh, yeah. Pussy Eating Anthem. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if this says something about her or it's just a coincidence, but oh, hey, here we are. I mean, what's not to love, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly? Nope. Um, but yeah, shout out Anita. Mike Towers is on this one who has made a couple of appearances lately on our show. Um, and I, one of the other things that I wanted to comment on in this song is that she says, it's Cardi B says she's Afro Latina, which mm. I think is like, I don't know, man. It's like a pop star is saying that in a pop song. I think that's super dope. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Yeah. And you know, this song, I just basically really wanted to bring it because I wanted to and found a way for it to fit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it does fit like does. what we talked about before, like so many of these things, like women owning their sexuality, women like being explicit and clear about what they want, about their boundaries is like somehow seen as mala conducta or being mal, portarse mal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I feel like you can have a little bit fun with a little bit of fun with that, you know, yeah. but um but sometimes it does lead to like these like you know larger negative societal narratives for women but oh, for it can sure. also be like fun to be malo you know right yeah <laughs> and like men are allowed to be mal portados and then you know it's like oh like you know it's seen in a such a different way than if women are you know so mhm mhm 
but I like the song a lot. What do you yeah. think of it? I like it too. I like it too. Also, the video's kind of cute. Yeah. Also, been thinking about Cardi B because she and Offset are divorcing for reals, for reals now. Potentially, I guess. I don't know. I don't follow this stuff very closely, but I definitely texted you because I don't know. I somehow assume yeah. that you're following these things. <laughs> I mean, I heard because uh, I'm, like, on Twitter yeah. <laughs> and people were talking about it. But I'm not, like, I'm not a person who looks up information about the personal lives of the rich and famous because I don't have time for that. And it's yeah. not, I don't find it particularly yeah. enthralling. So I do other things that waste my time that <laughs> are more entertaining to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have an investment in their relationship. I just, like, want her to be happy. You know what I mean? Just, like, want her to, to live her best yeah. life. So Shout out. I want Cardi to be happy. She deserves yeah. it all. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, all of the information about the songs we brought are in our show notes at RileyManea.com. You can follow us on all the social platforms. We're at Radio Minette everywhere. We have new and different little things on there. I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of posting new music on stories and stuff, which I did a lot at the beginning of quarantena. And then the uprisings like had me working a ton, and now I'm still working a ton. So, um, But I'm, I'm getting back into it, y'all. Uh, check it out. And we also have a newsletter. And we have always fun little reads there too Mm -hmm. and we actually replenished our shop with a couple of things our team feelings pins which are sold out are back in stock so if you're still looking for one of those go take check it out also um, the posters that Veto designed um, that are a fundraiser for M4BL are back in stock as well as some Cardi B tote bags so go check out um, our tienda and see if you're um, looking for anything we also have a couple of new items well, we have the Freaky Donut pins, and then we have a, a new item coming out very, very soon that we're excited about. Yes! Hey, hey! So, check it out. All right, babies. Hasta la próxima. Bye.